<sighs> just a nice laid back banter session. I feel a lot more confident putting my arm up here wearing a turtleneck. I don't know what it is, but it feels good. Okay. Maybe it's just because it's like my neck is being hugged constantly, so it's like I always have the the affection um, to make me feel safe to just try things. So it's like, yeah, I could be a guy that crosses his leg and pops his arm up on the back of a chair, gazes longingly to his lovely wife's eyes as they record a podcast together for Halloween. happy for you <laughs> would you like to wear the turtleneck no okay i told you i don't look good in turtlenecks <laughs> sadly it's not really about looking good it's about no it's about looking good feeling good. no i truly turtlenecks don't work for me <laughs> <laughs> it's like <coughs> it's like pedophile <laughs> level like you shouldn't wear a turtleneck but what would be funny though is if it did actually like completely overhaul your personality <laughs> it's like you come down with a turtleneck on and you're just like Hi, we're the Duncans. <laughs> no, I, I don't feel pretty confident in Just completely Sinatra your way through the podcast. <laughs> I doubt it. I think it would be funny. As well it would be, that. but I doubt it. <laughs> oh Sorry, boy. I'm in a salty mood today. <laughs> Like I said last time, it's the perfect mood for recording a podcast. Really gets it going. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You just let that salt flavor the whole thing. <laughs> no? Okay, Salt Bay. <laughs> you gotta get the sound effect in there, too. So, what are we talking about this week? Talking about Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about this week. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thanks for carrying that on. <laughs> uh, we watched Shaun of the Dead, and we haven't really discussed much of anything about it yet. So our thoughts about the film will be fresh to each other. Uh, trigger warning. If you watch this movie or haven't watched oh. this movie and are walking it through with us, we did forget they use the N-word in this movie inappropriately. Uh, white people say the N-word. <laughs> so Does it count if they're English? <laughs> if Steven's not on the next episode, <laughs> we know what happened. I'm getting canceled from my own podcast with my own wife. He picked the wrong day to make these jokes. <laughs> Grace ain't in the mood. Um, yeah, so just fair warning, if you like watch this movie after we talk about it, and if we have any positive things to say about it, um, we do not condone misuse of the N-word. couldn't have said it better myself thanks <laughs> anyhow so we haven't talked about our thoughts on the movie um with each other yet which is always i think more exciting i feel uh, so underdressed with my slippers on oh, i think it's perfect it's cozy your feet feel how my neck feels right now 
<laughs> oh boy. Um, so what do you think of, of, of Shaun of the Dead? Give give me the your your like high level. Here's how I felt about watching it. Um, it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a hot take to go on. Um, I I'm trying to come up with words. Um, I think it was still enjoyable for the most part. Definitely not as funny as the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely like you know just good like I don't know. What would you call that? Slapstick humor? There was a lot of slapstick. That yeah. was very funny. Um, the physical comedy and you're if talking you're, about. If you're into that, then that is funny. That's not really my thing. Uh, so I laughed a few times for sure. Um, but the characters really annoyed the crap out of me. Like, huh. could not stand them. Mm-hmm. Uh so I had a harder time getting into it, like than the fir- and I was a teenager the first time I mm-hmm. saw it. It was a different like time in life, uh, and I could also just be in a mood. Grace is PMSing today, so um, I also might have just not been in the mood to enjoy a movie like that. But definitely didn't enjoy it as much as the first time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I feel like I laughed at it more this time around. And I think I was a lot younger when I watched it, uh, the first time than you were. So I think there was still like some of the, the horror elements that were getting to me. And I was very like touchy about that when Mm -hmm. I was a kid, Hmm. not in like the, I was emotionally affected or spiritually affected by it in any way. It was just like, I would be, I would be fully like whatever you're supposed to feel when the camera moves a certain way and there's a certain sound and there's a certain whatever, like I would feel that 10 X. So I was just like a complete, um, I was completely along for whatever ride a movie was taking me on. I see. Um, so even though like all of the horror elements are kind of like played for jokes, I would still be like, Oh, something's (laughs) about to happen. Yeah. You know, and that might've been the other thing is I'm so over zombie stuff. Like, there's just that huge phase of zombie movies, TV shows from, like, 2011 to... And this kind of ushered that in, because it yeah, predated a yeah. lot of the really popular stuff. It did. Um, and then I feel like COVID's kind of when zombie stuff was like, mm, this is a little touchy. Um, <laughs> obviously, we had The Last of Us mm-hmm. come out recently, but I even think that came out in very well-intentioned timing of, like, okay, Walking Dead's over. Yeah. We can focus on a new... Uh, you know, TV show for zombies. They um, were filling a gap that the five spinoff Walking Dead shows could not fill. Yes. And, you know, The Last of Us is a great video game. And so it was just, I think it was good timing. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I'm just so worn out of zombie stuff. I gave my life to The Walking Dead for a long time. <laughs> There's, I've not, uh, this is only funny because I've not talked to a single person who like you does not talk about the walking dead as if it's an ex lover. 
we it, all do it. It truly, I don't know what it was. It, the fad of it was just so strong, but mm-hmm. like truly like you invest, your Sunday nights are not free. Mm-hmm. Nobody dare ask you what you're doing on a Sunday night because you damn no. I'm sitting on that couch and I'm watching the zombies. <laughs> you're going to have your work cut out for I'll, you on this I'll one. reword that, but you very well know. <laughs> Just bleep it. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I feel like I've scarred my family already with my middle fingers and our cuss words. <laughs> Who is this Grace? <laughs> she talks about Jesus on her other podcast. <laughs> this is why we don't celebrate Halloween. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's just everyone knew. Like Sundays, it's it's you invest your time. The whole family stayed up and watched uh, Walking Dead, and then the Talking Dead after, mm-hmm. and so you're up to like midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some episodes you would catch the like rerun of it after, after Talking, Dead, Talking as well. Dead too. Yeah, we did that sometimes. Or like, oh my gosh. The first time Glenn almost died on The mm-hmm. Walking Dead. The we, trash can? We, yeah, trash can. Mm-hmm. We had to watch it on Sling, and so many people were watching AMC on Sling, it zoned out, or like it, it, it faded crashed. out and crashed right when Glenn possibly died. That's so we hilarious. missed it. And my mom loved Glenn. Yeah. Loved Glenn. He's her personality type. <laughs> and so she was panicking. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then when he did die, spoilers, if you for some reason don't know about Glenn. Um, uh, yeah, my mom couldn't watch The Walking Dead after that because she was heartbroken. Well, your mom was like most people. Yeah. I mean, when Glenn died, the show kind of died too. Yeah. That was where a ton of people jumped ship. Yeah. I was uh, so excited for Negan. I was like, we got to. Yeah. Keep, I, I wanted to keep going. Negan was my favorite in the comics. And yeah. so. Well, and and they really, and I'll make this point and then we can go back to what we were actually talking about, but (laughs) um, the rest of that season was so slow. It was like they did Mm. this huge thing to kick it off and you've collectively been traumatized with all of America and everyone's got some adrenaline in their system and then it's just episode after episode after episode of like nothing really happening and then Mm. there's another season of that after that before they finally get to like the war or whatever and it just drug on for so long i kind of think they did that on purpose though just to give uh literally like watchers time to process what happened yeah but everyone stopped watching that's true (laughs) i didn't I didn't. I, I didn't worked, either. I worked through the slow moments. I literally like devoted my time to this TV show. The only season that I didn't watch week after week was the last one. Yeah. And I, I caught s- that in bursts. I still haven't finished the last season. Yeah. It's fine. It's not bad. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow um so anyway see. i'm just Back getting i'm getting i got it i'm okay. getting uh <laughs> i'm just getting i think i'm done with zombie stuff yeah um and so i think that was my disinterest a little bit is like ugh, like i i know this was before all the zombie fad but like i just watching it now i'm like oh man i forgot how much i was over zombie stuff mm-hmm. um so i had no interest in the zombie thing i think they were very 
creative with it. It was it was good. Um, and they they used the zombies for some good comedy, I think. Very much so. Uh, yeah, so it was well thought out. I thought it was funny that, like, um, Simon and Nick created this script based off of their time as roommates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of fun, mm-hmm. but that also annoyed me because I was watching like Nick's character Ed, and I was like, he's really obnoxious. Yeah, I could not stand his character. <laughs> I just, I know it's just good acting skills, so like kudos. I'm not complaining about that, but characters like that like trigger me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you're you're such a slob. You're an obnoxious friend. So it was just like, I was kind of over his character halfway through. Yeah. Uh, I always feel like his character gets better as it goes, but he definitely steers into the slob thing way too hard at the beginning. And you're just like, I can't get into you at all. Maybe that's it. He was really annoying in the beginning and, and you get into his character and then once he becomes a zombie, it's like, oh, but, um, yeah, yeah, I just, mm. and then Simon's character as well. Mm-hmm. Sean just I was like mm. I don't mind him quite as much I think he's got a semi lovable quality through the whole thing he reminds me of specific people mm. well that'll do it for you every yeah time. it just ruins it it really does yeah. so to go back just a step give me the famous Grace Duncan synopsis of this movie oh no okay Sean, who lives with two roommates, Ed and a really annoying roommate who's kind of a jerk, Uh, he has, it kind of starts out with uh, Ed is a real slob, the other roommate is really annoyed by him, it's like you gotta do something about it, but he doesn't want to because it's his like lifetime or lifelong best friend and he doesn't want to hurt his feelings. And then Sean has this whole problem where he's very lazy. He likes to do the same thing every night, go to the pub every night. His girlfriend is asking for more and just like, I would love an actual date and to be treated well. And he forgets to (laughs) do that. (laughs) The next day. The next day he said he would take her out on a date and she calls him about the reservation. He realizes he forgot and he had to admit that uh, he didn't make the reservation. And so she breaks up with him. And basically, Sean is being told that he's a loser and uh, is not worth being with this girlfriend, um, has nothing going for him, has a lame job, Uh, his stepdad doesn't even like him that much, and the only person who really loves him is his mother. Then, the next day, after his girlfriend breaks up with him, him and uh, Ed are... uh, see someone in their backyard come to find out the zombie apocalypse has started and Sean decides this is his time to step up and he needs to save his ex-girlfriend and so he gets her and his mom and Philip which is his stepdad and so he goes to get her no he goes to get his mom uh he believes that his stepdad has been bitten by a zombie and so he wants to go kill him and (laughs) And he kind of wants to go kill him anyway. Yes. Just in general wants to kill him. Uh, and uh, uh, Philip is played by the great uh, something Nye. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. I was going to say that, but then that didn't sound right. Yeah. My it's brain, because it's also the science guy. My brain went, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. Anyway. Bill um, Nye? Is it Nye? Oh, I don't know. 
Because there's a Y at the end. I think it's nigh. Because mm. that was the other one. Yeah. Anyway, so they go through the zombie apocalypse, and Sean takes them to the bar that he goes to every night to save them, and all goes to pot. And so... But then all gets semi-better, and him and his ex-girlfriend make it, and uh, Ed kind of makes it. Kind of. And order is restored. The gov- like the army comes in. Government figures out that zombies are semi-useful, and they can mm-hmm. use them for stuff like, um, like organizing carts at the grocery store, <laughs> and Ed is like in their shed playing video games all the time, because that's what he did anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's 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 a fun movie. It really is fun, and yeah. what I also appreciate too is that the story is very tight. You know, I like think the plot is very yeah. simple and mm-hmm. concise. Yes, and you always know where you're at. It's only an hour and a half, which mm-hmm. is great for me, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate. I don't like movies that much. Like I do, but like long movies, I feel like I'm wasting my time. And so mm-hmm. when I see a movie's an hour and a half, I'm like, yes, let's watch well, that. And everything has setup and payoff too. Not yeah. even just the jokes, but all the story beats. Like everything that it sets up in the first half of the movie, it pays off in the back half of the I movie. I did notice there's a ton of foreshadowing in this movie, mm-hmm. either for comedy effect or just genuine, like we're going to hit this point in mm-hmm. the plot. Um, a ton of foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I love is how they both foreshadow and build up to the actual apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in the whole opening sequence, how you kind of see like, um, well, it's kind of like panning shots through his town and you just see people like shuffling around, whether they're on their phones or whether they're just like going about their days and they're tired and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, they kind of look, zombie-ish already but Mm -hmm. they're just doing their normal routine yeah and then sean like goes through his normal morning routine and there's a whole bunch of like visual allusions to zombies and whatnot Mm -hmm. um but what i thought was interesting too and i didn't catch this before is that every time there's a tv on in the background every time uh you hear a radio you'll hear random comments from people on the street of like uh, today this weird thing happened and scientists are thinking that it was this or this meteor like crashed or something or other and there's like all these little breadcrumbs that kind of like build in weirdness um, like I think a few hours or the day before it happens or something there's like a news thing going on at the the electronic store that Sean works at and it's like there's dead animals or something in a field and like scientists and doctors examining it and whatnot but it's just in the background so it's like in the background you get the whole lead up to the apocalypse without them having to spend a second of time on it Mm. in the actual plot of the story Mm. and i just thought that was such a fun and clever way to do that while they were also foreshadowing visually like all this stuff that was about to happen as well yeah so it's like uh, things don't even have to be set up verbally through the through the dialogue they're also being set up visually as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just feels super cathartic when they pay everything off as you go. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why even th- there were only a couple of like moments where I felt like I laughed like pretty hard. Like that's hysterical. A lot of giggles, right? Like a lot of chuckle like yeah, that's, that's good. That's funny. Yeah. Um, 
but I think it's just an enjoyable movie from that standpoint of the story is very simple. It's very short. It's very concise. You always know what's going on. You always know who everyone is. You always know what the stakes are. You have very clear setup and payoff for the story beats, but also for the jokes. And so when you get done with it, there's nothing left hanging, right? There's nothing unfulfilled. You're just like, okay, great. It's like when you make a to-do list first thing in the morning and then you like finish it at it, you know, in the evening and it's just done. You're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, okay. My day went the way it was supposed to go. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of like how the movie feels a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to make continuations of the movie and, uh, I'm kind of glad they didn't. Yeah. It was going to be like vampires. And then I think that just would have been a bit much. I think Sean of the dead is just good as it is on its own. Well, I think that like Edgar Wright making a vampire movie would come out way too similar to what we do in the shadows. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be different, but it would be that same kind of like wacky. They have accents. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah. Um, trying to think i get what you're saying with the characters not being super enjoyable i thought his mom was hysterical i love his mom i actually his mom and his stepdad are both fantastic they were great elements of the story um i did hate i do hate the best friend he is terrible i agree with you there truly and uh i think why it's annoying is uh sean and ed remind me of my ex and his best friend and so um (laughs) It's a little triggering, especially because they introduced me to that movie. No wonder they liked it. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, hmm. Even Ed looks like his best friend a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Not as uh, curvy, but you know. Uh, (laughs) And so I was just like, oh my gosh. And I think like looking back and watching that movie, I was like, wow. (laughs) Did not hit me. how much they are alike. You're, um, you're like hitting a different level of psychoanalysis of your past rather than yeah. enjoying a comedy. And I was like, <laughs> I am the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um, except I moved on. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway. And I think, because I agree, the humor's good. It's very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, the timing of it is incredible. And that's, I think, what, what makes it so funny. Yeah, It's not even just like... You know, there's that slapstick UK humor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very specifically UK humor. Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy that um, more than American humor, to be honest. But I think it's a, I think some of the jokes are a little outdated. Mm. Um, it, they are, yeah. They did not age well. Mm-hmm. And it was, there were a couple moments where I was like, ooh. <laughs> This is from a different time. Yeah, I was like, this really dates itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's how a lot of comedies are, though. Kind of. This one especially. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So even, even just with the certain wording they used, and mm-hmm. um, they made one joke about the queen, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Um, I think that was the only thing I genuinely didn't like was like, Ooh, some of these jokes really need to, mm-hmm. and I think that's just the danger of comedy sometimes. But oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's why I say a lot of comedies do that. Like if you go back and watch, 
um, the most successful comedies from a lot of different years and a lot of different eras. Um, there's a lot of jokes that either are super offensive now that wouldn't have been as offensive at the time. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't, uh, land at all because we don't have the same cultural awareness that mm-hmm. people would have had at the time. And so I think, you know, I don't think that there is such a thing as a truly timeless comedy. Mm. Um, unless it is just like a silent film with slapstick. Um, and we can all agree that someone falling over accidentally is funny. Like, you know, the comedy is so subjective and it, and it changes so much over time that Mm -hmm. I don't tend to hold movies too responsible for like stuff that's offensive 20 years later, Mm. you know, if it comes out and it's just insanely offensive and unwatchable, it's like, "Mm, all right, well this just isn't clever. It's not good. That a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you're just trying to be offensive for the sake of being offensive. If it's like they say something or use a term or make a certain comment that in, you know, 2004, everyone said, or a bunch of people said, and it wasn't as big of a deal, but in 2023, it's like, what? Um, that's just kind of how it changes over time, you know? Yeah. Um, so there is stuff like that in there. So depending on your age, it could actually be really hilarious and nostalgic for you. Uh, or you'd be like, why would they ever watch this movie? Because it's not Maybe like... Maybe that a, just tells you our age. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a clean movie. Mm-mm. So, I mean, it, it's going to have edgy humor from the time in it already. Um, that now maybe just jokes that wouldn't be written into a script anymore. Yeah. Um. But there are, well, I say that, but there aren't a lot of comedies coming out these days. I was about to say there are comedies coming out now that in 20 years, 30 years, people will look back and be like, oh, wow, I can't believe they said that. Um, But they really don't make as many comedies as they used to. I think it's hard to. You can only, I don't know. I feel like the same jokes get used over and over now, Mm. just in different ways. And it's like all Will Ferrell and it's like, okay. (laughs) He's like the only person that can make a comedy. Him and Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like he does like all out comedies anymore though. Like he just does action comedy type stuff. Yeah, that's true. He does action movies and then he is Ryan Reynolds. Rom coms a hundred percent are just dead, sadly. Yeah. I would love another good rom com to come out. Yeah. I just gotta watch the Hallmark channel. I do do that <laughs> but it's i said good <laughs> oh well high bar mm. yeah could you imagine if matthew mcconaughey made like a one return to rom-coms i think he's gotten too ugly maybe i think they could jazz him back up uh probably he's got he's still got the good looks underneath he's just let himself become kind of like the i don't know i follow him on instagram and he just Instagram? Is he on Instagram anymore? I don't mm-hmm. remember. But yeah, uh, he just kind of looks old now. I think he... Not in I a bad way. I think the Hollywood magic could Maybe. make it happen. Maybe. Matthew McConaughey, mind you, could look like absolute crap right now. I'd hear that voice and I'd be like, oh, you come here. Yeah. You come here. <laughs> <laughs> he could play like some cheesy old person in a movie, mm-hmm. a rom-com, and I'd just be like, absolutely. So like... 
Yeah. I'm not complaining. It would be really funny, like, if they were to make, like, if, a, 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 a holiday movie like they used to make, a holiday if, comedy. If he you, would be a, a hilarious, um, like, not crazy uncle, but just funny uncle. Yeah. If you brought back Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson for a rom-com, my God, that would make so much money. Yeah. Heck yeah. And it would probably be really funny. Yeah. I say that, but then George Clooney and uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts and George Clooney made their movie. I don't know how much traction it actually got, but that was her first uh, rom-com in 20 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They really have died out quite a bit. Um, and maybe that's also part of why I enjoyed watching Shaun of the Dead, too, was because it kind of brought me back to... Um, just a time when movies like this actually got made. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wish that still happened. Yeah. I, I'm becoming that like person who just watches only old movies. I don't watch a lot of new movies, Mm -hmm. like anything before 2010 and I'll most likely enjoy it, Mm -hmm. but it's just like nothing's original anymore or it's these cheesy, stupid, like, I don't know. I to all the boys I loved before and bad book adaptations. Bad book adaptations. <laughs> I'm so over those. Yeah. You're ruining semi decent books and turning them into terrible TV series. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind you. I don't like to all the boys I loved before. I think it's a dumb book, but <laughs> uh, just in general, taking like good books and not adapting them well and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last rom-com, it wasn't really a comedy. I didn't think it was funny, funny. But um, that one with uh, Ashton Kutcher and uh, you and I watched it together. Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman? Not Is that Natalie the one you're Portman. thinking of? No. I no. said new. <laughs> did we watch a new Ashton Kutcher movie? Yes, we did. I'm thinking of a different one that I saw recently. No strings attached. It. Well, that's a, yeah, that was the first thing I was thinking of, but I'm thinking of a, a separate movie that also came out recently that had Ashton oh. Kutcher in it. Anyway, it's Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, what right. What was that called? I don't know. I'm sorry. You started it we're and old. I came in like 10 minutes later. We're really old and we're bad with movie names now. That was a fun movie. It was cute. Your Place or Mine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it right as I Googled. Um, yeah, yeah, your place from... That was a cute movie. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's just like everything is like a massive franchise movie or it's a massive adaptation of this or that. Like everything's just massive yeah. and overblown. Like there aren't just like mid-sized normal people movies anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only hope I've had with film lately has been like people like Mike Flanagan and all of his TV series he's been doing. Because mm-hmm. um, I think he at least can understand what the world enjoys but have a new perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a new TV series out that we need to start. I forgot about it. We've got the House of Usher, and that's my favorite and girl and Paul story. <laughs> we we've been kicked out of Netflix because of their silly rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, we need to pay for Netflix for a time. 
<laughs> Got to get it all in before Halloween. Yeah. Maybe we'll just uh, take a break from Disney Plus and get Netflix. Netflix is actually only $6 a month if yeah, you just do uh, two people can watch at the same time. Yeah. It's not bad. Worth it for a month, I think. Probably. There are a few other things out on Netflix that we need to watch, so. Well. That's Shaun of the Dead. That's Shaun of the Dead. There's not much to say about it. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's It's just a simple, just enjoyable, like, get people together, make some popcorn, and Mm -hmm. enjoy a movie together. I think I analyzed it about as far as it can be analyzed. There's not... Yeah. 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 Even the... (laughs) I did look up the trivia. Even the trivia, I was like, there's nothing to this. (laughs) Like, it was just... Yeah. Um... All of the foreshadowing, which I, I had already caught all the foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there, there's not much to the movie. It's just a good comedy. Mm-hmm. And that's about all we and can it say is, about it. It is well made. Yes. It is well shot. It, is it a, yeah. looks good. It's, it's a good it's, quality movie. Yeah. All around. If you are sensitive about inappropriate jokes, probably don't watch it or any other of Simon Pegg's movies. Yeah. So just know your sense of humor. Yeah. But if you enjoy a good slapstick and you can uh, awkwardly laugh off a couple (laughs) N-words. No, just one. Just one. Yeah. Uh, It is a a shocker. It's a shocker. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I hated that he used the word. It really bugged me. But like the scene itself (laughs) is really funny. Okay. That was the biggest laugh I got the whole time. I know. Well, half of it was the shock value. Yeah, it stressed it stressed me out so bad. I literally had a cramp in my chest. <laughs> she did. It like hurt. She like fell back on me like someone shot her. <laughs> it was it was just through my whole chest, and I was like, "Oh my god, um, Lord help us!" <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, the scene itself is really funny. So yeah. if you can, I I feel like. They should be able to take movies like that and edit them where it's either cut out. Yeah, the TV versions. Or just touche. Mm-hmm. Touche. Just watch the TV version. And a lot of times when they upload them for streaming, they'll edit it. That out. makes sense. Yeah, I knew that. It's been a while since. And honestly, it may be because we rented it that we got the original version. If it had just been like an upload to like Netflix or something, it might have been yeah edited. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. So it does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've only got one episode left. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm pondering an idea, but we'll see if he's up for it. So <laughs> we'll get back to you. But uh, what are we watching next, Stephen? The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. It's going to be very exciting. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. I love that movie. You know, I've only seen the movie the one time or two times that you and I have watched it together. Boy. Yeah. Because I've seen the show before. Like, I'd always seen it live. So that's the thing that's upsetting for me is I've never had the opportunity to see it live. Mm. Yeah, I've been to, like, the midnight, you know, showings of it before. I will just say, I'm not an actor. Um, I... I used to do film stuff and I loved that. Uh, but like play acting, it's just not my thing. Um, I would pay money to be in Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. It's hard. I would, I think if 
we found a theater that was doing Rocky Horror Picture Show, I would say yes to do vocal coaching. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. I'd it be is, all in. It is a challenging show to do. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it'd be fun. Would be fun. <sighs> well, we're the Duncans. And Trevor. And Trevor. I'm not going to ask him his thoughts. Yeah, because we don't care anymore. We don't like him. He's been a little bit of a butthole this week. Yeah. It's been a, a big one. It's been a lot. Do you just... Do you just gesture the butthole? Big. All right. Big. We need to take that turtleneck off. <laughs> Time for it to go. He's too confident. <laughs> he just didn't know when to quit. <laughs> um, isn't that from Ernest Scared Stupid? Ernest Scared Stupid. Look at us making Halloween I references. I should do like a, a, a side project episode of just me sitting in front of the fireplace talking I, about Ernest Scared Stupid. I will let Steven make a reel if you all are interested in Ooh. a review of Ernest Scared Stupid. I'll put the turtleneck back on. I probably won't be there. Yeah, she won't be here. Because um, she's not going to watch her and is scared stupid. <laughs> that's going to be on my time. <laughs> I watched it the one time and that's all I needed. No, you really only need to watch that movie one time. You get the gist of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do that and I'll do... Uh, I can do little blips of House of Usher. Yeah, there you go. So, that'll be my time. There you go. Well, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. We would appreciate more views than we have, but we appreciate the followers. <laughs> we we get new followers every day, so I do appreciate yeah. that. That's mm-hmm. been great. Um, but like watch the video. Yeah. You know, like actually listen. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm talking to because people who are here are already listening. But tell your friends. Tell your family. We'll monetize ourselves a little bit more to be family friendly if we need to. And like DM every follower on, on our Instagram and say, hey. You should check out the show. I know you follow it, but you should check out the show. You should like actually watch it. Yeah. We've got almost 300 followers. That's wild. And maybe 13 viewers. That's like 100 a week. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, tell your friends about us. And uh, we'll see you next time. Probably. Hopefully. Maybe it's just Trevor. Hey, and don't forget. Could you imagine? What if we put out 50 minutes of just Trevor? We definitely wouldn't have viewers after that. What if that's the one that popped off? It would just be like, oh, it's an ASMR video. I'd be upset. I'd be a little, yeah. People would rather have that than us. (laughs) Who are you kidding? We got to reevaluate some things at that point, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And don't forget, we have a special guest next week. Mm, An old friend. A very old friend. Very, very old friend. Very old friend. Yep. I almost made a really dark joke. I was trying to think of one. I'm going to tell you about it later. I'm not going to say it on this. Okay. <laughs> like and subscribe if you want to hear the joke. <laughs> You're going to have to like find a way to get in touch with me privately if you want to hear the joke. Unless I tell you first. I don't think she will. I probably won't. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, no wise words from that guy. Bye. Good night.